Welcome to the Moto Asha podcast. This week we have Martin, a German who's traveling on his motorcycle around the world, and he has the most interesting companion, a pet cat. So, my name is Martin. I'm from Germany. I'm 34 years old. I'm not married, which is what many people are asking. Um, <laughs> um, so, three years ago, in 2017, in August, I started the trip that then was only planned to go to Dubai. And I was dreaming of going further, but I didn't, uh, like, you know, I didn't know how because of money issues and that. So, first, I stayed some time in Dubai, and I kept going to Iran, Pakistan. I uh, came to India in 2018. Uh, um, I managed to make some money in Dubai by working, and then uh, I got continued a trip to India and to Nepal, which I did, um, to Iran and Pakistan. And uh, in India, I was staying sometime in Uttarakhand. I started working on a book called, by then, the publisher contacted me and asked me to write a book, uh, mm-hmm. which then became the idea to Again, finance the trip because with the money I had in Dubai, I only knew I would make it until Nepal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't know how to go on. So that book deal came up in between the publishers contacted me. So I started after I had an accident in Uttarakhand. I started sitting down on the book, okay. and uh, that took me seven months in Uttarakhand, I think. And then I went to Nepal to finish the book for the next five months. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, my visa was expired. I rushed out of Nepal. I came back to India and uh, to Madhya Pradesh. Mm-hmm. Crossed India again. Uh, came over to Pune, which is where I met you and Priyanka. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, from there things went south. I came all the way down to Kerala, and I was on my way to Kanyakumari to pretty much start the return trip back to Germany, um, the most southernmost, the southernmost point of India. So then Corona came and I got stuck in Calicut. So mm-hmm. I've been in Calicut since March. That is, uh, we have now October. Mm-hmm. So that's like almost eight months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that, since then I've been sitting it out. I've been waiting it out, and now it looks like soon can uh, it can continue. And the plan is to go back to Germany mm-hmm. early next year and arrive maybe in uh, summer or autumn uh, 2021 back in Germany. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. <laughs> so you have uh, you have started traveling from Germany, right? You started riding from Germany. Yes, I started so, riding in Rosenheim, yes, in the south of Germany. Okay, and then how did you get into India? So just just run us through the country that you've been to uh, over time. Okay, sure. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of European countries that you cross every day, like one country. Uh, that was the beginning. I went into Austria. From Austria to Slovenia and then to Croatia and um, Croatia to Bosnia and then to Montenegro to Albania, um, Greece, Turkey, Iran, UAE, back to Iran, Pakistan, India, Nepal, and uh, back to India. Mm-hmm. And I did a visa run to Sri Lanka, if you want to count that as an extra country. Yeah. And I've also done a few small trips to Oman as well. Okay. So um, I forgot the count. I think it should be around um, 17, I don't know, 16 oh. countries, something like this, I don't know. Yeah. So where are you off to next now? Is this, or do you, do you ride back to Germany? What do you do now? Yeah. 
So short-term plans now are going to Vainat. Tomorrow I'm going to go to Vainat. It's a very nice district down here in Kerala. Mm-hmm. It's uh, hilly and it's a little bit colder and uh, there's lots of wildlife to be seen there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just beautiful in the mountains and in the jungle. Yeah. So yeah. that is my next destination. We want to spend two to three weeks in uh, in the jungle camping. Yeah. And then after that, I want to do that right to Kanyakumari. So I'm going to try to make it again. That depends if my visa gets extended again or not, but I think it will. And then after Kanyakumari, this will be the beginning of the return trip. So slowly I want to make my way up to the north again. Mm-hmm. I'm planning to exit in Krovaga uh, border to Pakistan after spending some time in Rajasthan. Okay. And uh, then going through Pakistan back to Iran and then going north, uh, going through the sun. Uh, I don't know which way exactly, but there's many ways from there. Up to Kazakhstan and then to Russia and then through Russia I want to go back to towards Western Europe and uh, reach back in Germany. Wow. So that's the plan. That's the route for the way back. Yeah. yeah. So how? Uh, so if I if I was to ask you, how much time does somebody need to do this circle? <laughs> if I have to put it that way. All all the time you can get. All the time. Sure. Okay. Okay. All the time you can get for sure. I mean, there is obviously always the possibility of rushing it. But mm-hmm. uh, rather than rushing such a big trip, I would if I didn't have enough time, I would rather go somewhere. Just pick out a smaller land, pick out a smaller area, and then just spend more time in that area and explore. Because if you just try to wreck up countries on your number, number of visited countries, mm. you're missing out on all these experiences. So I'm definitely thinking slow travel is so much better and so much more worth it, and it's definitely so much more cheaper. Mm-hmm. If you travel fast, you travel very expensive, so you travel the cheaper you will travel. Yeah. And the more the more personal moments you get out of it, the more the more connections with the people, and the more things uh, you actually get out of it. So yeah. yeah, I don't think it's worth rushing anything. So for the way back, I'm planning to take about six months. Wow! So that's a good um, tip. That's a very good tip you've put out there, which is slow travel is cheaper than fast travel. <laughs> Simple. Much cheaper. Much cheaper. For example, since I've been in Calicut, I haven't really spent much money because I've been staying with families, people have been uh, inviting me and feeding me. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, so I've... That's just a good example. Yeah. I've always, like, I mean, I can plan uh, a Saturday-Sunday weekend ride and I still get stressed out. Like, I look at you and I'm like, this guy's been on the road for, you know, for some time, but... So do you really, how do you not get stressed <laughs> that I have to be there, <laughs> you know, the destination, yeah, the money? That, mm. Well, I think you do. We can drive. You kind of have so many factors, you know, like you have to be back at work on Monday. Mm. That's the biggest one. And uh, you don't have to have a few just cut out. And I don't have rigid, rigid plans. Like mm. I'm just looking at what's possible, which which doors are opening in front of me, which routes can I take, which countries can visit, which... Uh, so I can just go day by day and just take these things as they come and then uh, not stressing out about them is a big factor because if you do, you'll end up stressed out about everything all the time and then you won't, mm. you won't be able to enjoy it as much. So just, uh, just take things as they come and what I've learned is that there's always something happening. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you, like, you wouldn't know the day before you, you look, you know, be looking like some situations that you don't know a way out, but then you sleep the night over the next morning you wake up. Some something always happens and somehow it's always continuing and it always has been so there's no point in stressing out about these things. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just take them out of deck. I'm just, yeah, just go with things that get unhappy. Yeah. So is there a limit to something for you? Is there a limit? I'm asking this because there's a limit that, hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I might have this much money left and this is the only, this is where I have to stop traveling. Or is there, you know, do you have a limit of something? Um, I haven't really thought about that, to be honest. But okay. I did uh, have that idea of uh, also returning back to Germany. And I, well, I guess the limit is to not travel the whole world. Okay. Um, no. Because I've also been on the... <laughs> Yeah, that's obviously one thing. I'm already here. I might as well think about traveling the whole world. Yeah. But then yeah. there's some some issues that make it very expensive to go further west from here. Mm-hmm. Um, like some countries would be impossible. I'd have to even maybe ship my bike and do these things, and that's all very expensive. And then even if I go onto Australia again, I have to ship. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess that's one limit. Um, I'm sure if I'm really set out for that, I could do it. But it's not what I have in mind right now. Okay. And uh, I've been out on the road for three years now. Uh, by the time I get back, it will be four years. I feel also it's time to um, uh, not set to, um, but you know, just uh, do some do something maybe with these experiences, like connect the dots. Yeah. Um, uh, and actually do something with it and uh, make something sustainable. Because also I'm not having a job right now and. Uh, um, you know, the other that is on something, uh, and, you know, it would be nice to do maybe a tour business or maybe do something where I can just get my experience of these different cultures, uh, make them work, mm-hmm. and create something, create something from that, and I'm very eager to, uh, to do something, um, also. So yeah. it's the same for, for when I'm getting older, and also my mom is getting older, of course, so I want to be able to provide for my, uh, parents. When they get older, so yeah, 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 um, good. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> so, so I, I also am now thinking about going back slowly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess you're enjoying India for sure, because you yeah, you've probably yeah. spent a lot of time here, right? About two years, I think. Oh, India oh. and Nepal together about two years. Yeah. 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 India is amazing. It is one of the best countries, if not the best country that I've traveled to, um, mainly because it is so diverse. Um, mm-hmm. It is like a whole bunch of countries in itself. I really will tell you about anyway. Yeah. Um, so you have so many different cultures, foods, philosophies, um, landscapes, climate, uh, whatever you want it here. And, and most they, of it is, is, is somewhere in India at all the time of the year. Yeah. So, yeah. And they're kind <laughs> to, and they're really kind to motorcyclists, I'm assuming, because, I mean, that's something yeah, that... Motorcyclists not just motorcycles, I feel like Indian people in general are very kind. Like yeah. The <laughs> I have made with Indian people have been almost entirely good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Some, some idiots, some idiots you need, right? But, but, <laughs> but uh, generally, I've always met good people that are incredible. Yeah. So that is one thing that uh, makes India, of course, like uh, one of the best countries to join, like all these. Yeah. The hospitality, the hospitality is fantastic. Yeah. That is one great thing there. So let's get to the more exciting part. I, I mean, uh, and I know it's the it's it's something that's really uh, caught a lot of people's eyes, which is you're traveling with a cat, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're traveling with a cat that was not always with you. It's just some. It's just uh, it's just a pet that you have got over your travel. Uh yes, that was yeah. a different trip. Yeah. Um, that was pretty much my preparation for this trip. We went down to Morocco. 
Yeah. Um, a bit of off-roading. I learned how to handle the heavy bikes because I didn't really have any experience with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, learned what to pack and how to pack and just uh, get some off-road skills and all that. So that was my preparation trip for this. Uh, my friends went and I just decided to come along. Yeah. And so on the way back from this trip, um, I found Mowgli. Okay. And um, yeah, and since she was there, she was okay with the bike and, uh, you know, as I said before, I just go with things. So, well, then I had the cat, and I knew I was just going to take care of her, and uh, started obviously thinking about what to do, like, how do I get her ready for this? So, I just thought about it, and decided to take her along to all these places to keep her used to for the bike. Like, we've done a few trips in Germany and, like, Austria, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, just started kind of preparing for that. That was just one more preparation for the trip now. Yeah. And yeah. be ready, get her vaccinated, get her healthy, because she wasn't that healthy like she had... An injured tail and some uh, uh, things needed to be done, like she needed to be chipped and vaccinated and all that. So yeah, it just added to my list of things that I had to do. Yeah, <laughs> and I just went with it. Yeah. So uh, she's traveled some part of with some part of the travel that you've been with, right? You, she's traveled most. Is it most part of the travel, or is it just some part of it? Which no, no, she was there from she was there from the beginning. I had her home for about half a year, and yeah. we started together. Yeah. So yeah. she was there for the whole. She was there for the whole trip. Yeah. Yeah. So you. Uh, okay. So there's one question that a lot of people keep. I mean, there's somebody who asked us when they saw your profile, which was, how how do you manage your finances? <laughs> I mean, and it's a very it's a very personal question, but I mean, uh, what would you? I mean, I'm not going to ask you. I mean, but if you were to suggest somebody who wanted, if they wanted to do a world tour. What would you suggest, and how would you? Uh, what would you tell them? You know that you can go ahead with this. Well, I'm not a guru in this subject. I can tell you what I did and mm-hmm. uh, what generally works. Like generally, obviously, like saving up money that works. That's what I did. Um, I was working two jobs in Germany um, just to save up for that trip. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you just got to look at the own situation. There's many ways to make this work, and uh, it is an individual thing. So just recently, I came across a story about some people traveling by painting. So instead of paying money, they will paint a picture. Okay. And that works fantastic. And uh, I've met people that rely on donations, which is obviously can go wrong. Um, and it depends what these people are doing, this will go wrong. But that mm-hmm. is one way. Okay. There's yeah. one way to uh, one way to offer your help. Uh, they call roofing in Australia. So basically, you stay with the family or whatever, and then uh, you just offer two or three hours or four hours of your time mm-hmm. in exchange for food and accommodation. Mm-hmm. So that is one way to go about. Um, there's many many different ways. Uh, couch surfing is one way. Uh, stay with uh, strangers on the couches um, to keep the costs down. Like, there's many ways to actually keep the cost down or to, some people actually travel completely without money as well. Mm-hmm. So that is one way. That's one extreme, of course. But, uh, anywhere in between traveling with a lot of money and, uh, that just depends your own situation and what you can do. So for me, first I was the two jobs in Germany. I was mm-hmm. delivering pizza after my normal work. And then, okay. Uh, friends and family, obviously, also after some time, they started giving me uh, some money and shipping in uh, for my birthday, and my grandmother would, uh, would transfer some money like this. Mm-hmm. Um, these are not huge amounts, but over time, uh, they do definitely make a difference, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've had uh, support from home as well. Um, 
And then when I was in Dubai, after three months, I found a job. And then I found a second job. So again, I was working two jobs. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, like, uh, I was actually also helping my friend in his company. So I got two and a half jobs. So basically, it just worked hard. And I stayed in Dubai for seven months again. Yeah. So basically, so, you got to uh, plan. You have to plan six months in advance or a year or no, something like that. I didn't know this. No, I just went to Dubai because I could stay with my friend. So that was one good option to, to keep the cost down again. Mm-hmm. And then I just went to what happened because I didn't know um, if I'm going to find a job first off um, or if I would have to just return to... Like I had pretty much enough money just to buy a return ticket to Germany. Oh, okay. So oh. that I could have done. That I could have done. Yeah. And that would have been my option if I didn't find the job. But then things again, they just fell into place. I found two jobs and uh, then I again was working my ass off. Yeah. yeah. And working, working hard and uh, living cheap, not wasting my money, like not going out drinking um, or buying some useless things that I don't need. I don't have a watch or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. So basically I stick to the things that I need. And, um, yeah. Uh, yes, without my without money, I knew I could make it to Nepal, and again, I would have about enough uh, enough money left to buy a return ticket to Germany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what to do from there, so again, I just went, and then I just went with what happened. And what happened is that the publisher contacted me and asked me if I want to write a book. Mm-hmm. And so the normal thing is that they just pay some money up front, um, so to give the author the time to write the book, uh, which is what they did, and which is what happened where I took that money. I stayed put in one place. Obviously, it was a cheap place. I was living very cheap. I was living very, very basic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I uh, was just focusing on the book, writing it for seven months, and then pretty much doing the same thing in Nepal. After my Indian visa expired, I had to go to Nepal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there I finished it after five more months of work. And, um, um yeah, that money was still, was still enough to get me down to South India. Yeah. yeah. And um, then I was hoping if some more money from the book comes in, then maybe it will be enough to bring it back as well. Yeah. And now it actually looks like it will all happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is the book called? Sorry, yeah, we've not asked. So the book is the book is only in German for now. I'm looking for yeah. a publisher in English. Um, so the title is Einmal mit der Katze um die halbe Welt. Okay. That means with a cat around half the world. Wow. So yeah. the cat so has made you popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I mean, uh, there's so many people traveling around. So like, I wouldn't normally be noticed, and I don't think I would have even bothered making an Instagram account. Yeah. Or um, pretty much because of her. Yeah. Yeah. But, good. Good. You know, since I helped her, and now she helps me. Fantastic. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> I've always. So I know. I know uh, we're running short of time, but uh, oh. uh, there's a cat versus dog theory, which is, you know, dogs are so much more, uh, they will not run away. They're, they're very loyal <laughs> to their masters. Are, are you talking about traveling or just general? Just general. <laughs> and, general. and this, I think your story is is uh, debunking that myth. Is that true? Uh, maybe not debunking, like uh, when it comes to handling a dog, I guess it's much easier. Yeah. Uh, but if your cat is used to these things, then uh, um, it would be very good. Like if you invest in that to to establish that connection, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it's maybe a few factors. Like I've had cats before, and mm-hmm. uh, for sure they wouldn't be 
very good for traveling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so she's a special uh, cat. The circumstances also have just uh, made it double. I found her when she was very young. She must have been about two months old. So yeah. that was one thing. Yeah. And then because I was also taking her to different places constantly, she really understood that uh, the only thing that is not changing is that I'm there. Yeah. Everything else might change. So she just understands that. And then uh, I also look out for her and make sure we got a good connection. Good. Um, but just by trying to understand her and actually going with that and giving her clear signals and that way there's a good, com- fairly good communication. It's not like the same as a dog. She would not react like a dog. She's still a cat and does what she wants. Yeah. Great. But, uh, uh, definitely a different, different connection than just having a cat roam around the house. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, man, Matt. And I, uh, it's, uh, it, it's actually a very inspiring story more than that. We've, we all find this very inspiring. Uh, and, uh, I, we wish you all the best, man. Like, we wish you all the best for all your travels ahead and, uh, her being around and all that. So, thank you, man. Thanks for, thanks for sharing your knowledge and information. We'll always love to have you back again. Hi again. It's Suhaib. Uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. If you have anything to say with, about motorcycles and more, uh, DM us on Instagram and I'll be more than happy to, uh, get you on the show and hear your experiences. Thank you.